great divine morning uh, babies you have you who have been thrown away that still have a drop of hope I cannot continue to focus this podcast on problems okay I have to spend time on this podcast to personally resurrect the hearts of my people. Who am I? I am you. (laughs) Great morning, babies. Great Divine Friday. Okay, it's a pleasure to say that Jehovah gave me this Friday to have this podcast for you. Now, how are you babies feeling today? Were you able to listen to my podcast? Many of you probably know nothing about my podcast. You will hear about my podcast later on in your life. Maybe you just got plugged into my podcast today. But I know what it's like. You know, when you're an orphan, you don't have a backbone. So you stay in and out of homelessness all of your life. You're in and out of the shelters. That's if you don't want to go sell yourself and go missing and die somewhere out in the wilderness that you know nothing about. I'm struggling in my own home. I have an apartment in my name. I'm struggling in my own home to be connected to the internet and connected to the world. So I know for a fact, a lot of the orphans that's homeless and on a block, you guys probably have no connection to the internet and the world as well. Okay, a lot of us have skipped numbers. You have a new number every two seconds because it's hard out here. Okay, I look, people would think that I call my apartment a home. This home is a shelter to me. Is nothing, this home is a shelter to me. I'm not even protected here. Like I literally have to sleep with a knife in my hand because some man somewhere around here said, y'all, she still don't got no man in there protecting her. She don't got no kids. She's the perfect opportunity to try to be a hobo with, okay? I can shack up with her. She don't got nobody in there. That's what black men live for who don't have nothing for themselves. They want to shack up and find a mother, not a wife. That's why they be living. Look, babies, I have to focus on encouraging you guys, okay? Before my mind even go down that long channel of, of, of aggravation, okay? I got to tell you guys, like, life is too short for you to live your entire life miserable. Because your mother and your father wanted to throw you away like you were trash, like you were supposed to go in the dump. No, 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 no. If anything, your parents are the trash. And let me tell you something about some parents. Some parents don't like our children. Some parents want you to be like them. Okay, if your parent is on dope, they want you to be on dope. Like, that's what it is. If your mother lived the life she felt was best for her, she wants you to follow her steps. Parents don't like when children choose a different route other than what they did, because it also makes the parent look bad, too. Like, well, you know, you got you had like six kids or whatever, and you struggled your whole life and you got one daughter out of your seven that just is like, yo, I'm not doing what y'all do. Okay, I'm not doing what y'all do. I'm not coming out on this block and getting into trouble and getting on dope and doing drugs and having this man and that man and that man and that man getting choked up, yoked up, slapped, sold, all types of all types of dumb stuff. 
when a mother has that one daughter that chooses a different life other than what she chose, it just makes the daughter look bad. Like, you mean to tell me, like, your daughter chose a different path? Now the mother's smelling herself because she's like, yo, I wonder why I didn't do that at her age. No, you had a choice. You had a choice in your prime, and you chose to follow the example of your own mother, too. Okay, Jehovah is the only one that stops generational curses. It's so many independent human minds that's out here talking about stopping generational curses. You are not going to stop a generational curse either unless Jehovah God is helping you to do so. And when I say helping you to do so, I mean organically, okay? It's a lot of women out here that talk about generational curses and they're of the same, they, they do the same, they do the same gender stuff. Okay. They do the same gender stuff. Okay. That's why they don't have any children or anything like that. But at the end of the day, that's not the correct way. So that that's not really a testimony of, of doing things Jehovah's way at all. Okay. I know that you guys probably had a long night suffering on the, on these streets, on a block. I know it's a lot of young women looking for somewhere to take a shower because she had a long night and a man didn't even allow her to take a shower in his home or wherever they was. Okay. I know a lot of the, 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 the boys, I'm gonna call you a boy. That's correct. Cause a grown man got his own car, got his own house and he's about his business. So if you want a block and you're 40 years old and you still looking for a place to stay, I got to tell you, baby, you're still a boy. You are. You are. You're still a boy. And it's a lot of older men still on the block. This man been on the block since he was 18, since he was 13, since he was 12. The block is all some of you guys know, and it's the only thing you're comfortable with. So when you see somebody in your hood and that she's different than what you're used to, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I just honestly don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, and... It's a lot of young adults that just coming off the streets, waking up to to the to this morning. Like, yo, I made it off the block last night. Everybody was shooting. They started acting wild. Like, uh, I'm mad. I'm surprised that I made it to this day too. You know what? I'm surprised too because I'm not even safe in my own home either, babies. I'm truly not. But anyway, this morning I told you guys when you wake up to tell yourself you love yourself, Desiree Michelle Waters, you are love. I love you. See how I tell myself that I love myself? And I don't stutter when I do it either. Okay, you're going to say it and you're going to say it with confidence. It's nothing for you to feel bad about. Why do you like to hold the emotions of your oppressors? You don't have to become a sadist. They're upset about the lifestyle that they chose. They don't have anything to be happy about emotionally when it comes to their existence, but you do. You're still in your prime. You're still young. You have countless opportunity to change your life. You have countless opportunity to be happy and live a better life. And let me tell you, baby, something from my experience the world tells us that we need Jordans and expensive stuff and we need a thousand outfits for a thousand days of life that we probably ain't even going to live in this system. Right? It's nice to envision, but until Jehovah uses his son, Jesus Christ, to make that happen, that's not optional. 
Okay, so you don't need a thousand outfits. You just need to keep your life very simple. And let me tell you something about keeping things simple too. When you only have what you need in your closet, it helps with the clutter. It helps with it getting messy and disorganized and it's clothes everywhere in the room. I'm telling you through experience, babies, you don't need everything on the block. All you need is what you need to, to for the day. And when it comes to this survival mindset, Listen, survival mindset is when you got to do some things to eat and get some water for the day. I mean, a shower, it ain't really, I mean, that's, yes, you need to go and take a shower too. Okay. It's just that the streets, it is what it is. Y'all know how this, how this, how these streets are. So you literally live in to survive for your life overnight. Survival is not just about like, eating either. Sometimes it's just for you to make sure that you wake up for tomorrow. I figure out what I'm going to eat tomorrow if for some reason I figure that out too, right? So anyway, babies, this podcast is for you. This podcast is for you, okay? And it, like I said, this podcast here is for profit. I'm going to do my best to reach out when I have people that contact me from my podcast, uh, orphans and things like that needing help. I'm specifically helping orphans, okay? I did that's what this podcast is for. My nonprofit wasn't really intended for homeless women and children or homeless men and women. It wasn't for you. Okay? My niche market is who is capable to be to have a malleable heart. Adults when they become adults, you are an adult now and you feel like you know everything. So your heart is not receptive to advice. It's not at all. And then you feel embarrassed and ashamed of yourself too. Listen, that's a good thing. If you're embarrassed and ashamed of the bad stuff that you've done, that shows that you still have somewhat of a conscious left. Okay? But the vast majority do not. So the the ones that may be malleable are the children. There's more hope in a child listening to you than an adult that um, been through a lot of stuff and their heart right now is a brick. Their mind and their emotions is a brick, babies. I'm still going to help you guys too when I get the chance, but the orphans in the system and that have aged out are a priority for me. They're a priority for me. Even for a young person that's, that's aging out of foster care and they tell you, well, you know, we look, if you want to age out, you can do that. Go back home. We can still set you up with all of the resources when you go home. If I was your mentor and, and, and you was aging out the system, listen, if you want to go back home to that family that's worse than this foster home, do what you want to do. But what we are going to do before you leave, and you're going to agree to this, is we're going to sign you up for all of the resources that you would have if you stayed in this home. Want to know why? Because those resources are going to be a protection for you to have money to have a stipend every month. That's going to handle your financial problems because you're going to have a stipend every month that's going to go towards your clothes, your shoes, your transportation, and anything that you may need. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a trillion dollars. It's going to be enough for you to live on if you go back to your parents. Now, they're going to put you, they're going to sign you up for a scholarship for school to go to school for free. You can live off campus or you can live at home with your dysfunctional family. Honestly, 
as bad as it sounds, listen, babies, it's better for you to live on campus at a dis- it's better for you to live on campus than for you to live with your dysfunctional family. Period. There's more hope and safety on a school campus, as filthy as a school campus is, than you to live with your own family. Ain't and and no, none of us can be happy to say that. How can we have pride in saying that? That we can't even sleep safely in our own people's home. This is a life of a thrown away child, of a thrown away baby. We all know what these things is like. But babies, let me tell you something really quickly. I love you. I do. I love you a lot. I've been through a lot of things just to get to this point, just to tell you guys that my name is Desiree Michelle Walters. I am you and I love you. Very simple. I don't know what else to tell you. If I could have this entire podcast saying I love you, you would probably hear I love you the entire hour of this podcast and it wouldn't hurt, but I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, make anybody feel too uncomfortable because when it comes to love, people can be very sensitive. People don't, people cannot just drink love like they sip a Kool-Aid jammer. Okay. You got to digest it very slowly. You got to be spoon fed applesauce and baby food before your, before your emotional state of mind and before your spirit can actually accept what love is and what it tastes like. And honestly, love is like baby sauce. Is you don't have to do too much work at all. You don't got to do too much chewing. You got to do. You don't have to do too much smacking. It's very, very easy to digest. It's not gonna hurt you, and it's painless. Okay, there's somebody that really loves you. It is painless. I'm telling you, because the people that don't love you is causing pain in your life. They're causing this suffering that you have. I'm just so happy that I was able to wake up today. I had a long, adventurous night in this in this apartment, number three. That honestly, number three feels like the wilderness. Like I'm telling you, we got one thin sheet of paper, sheetrock covering me from demonic people. Okay, and it's a whole situation. So anyway, you babies that's out there on the block, if you ever get this message, if you ever hear what I'm saying, hit me up. Like, what you doing? What are you doing so important on the block that you can't hit up, hit up, hit up your girl? Why you ain't hit me up yet anyway? Like, you've been on the block all day. Like, hit me up or something. Say hello. You feel me? Because we we stand on the same pavement and on the same ground, thrown around not being taken care of, everybody against you. We're like Samson. Let me tell you something about Samson. Samson said, yo, Jehovah, I done done got caught talking to the wrong woman again. A good man fell because he married outside of the truth and he married a woman who did not love Jehovah. And because he did not love, and because his wife did not love Jehovah, it cost him his life additional pain. Matter of fact, he never even really had pain and suffering too much. Samson lived a very beautiful life. Samson was out there killing, killing lions and tigers with his own two hands, just like David. And Samson had a good heart. When Samson saw that woman that was not a witness, he was like, shorty is so beautiful. You think that I care if she's not a witness? His parents was like, Samson, marry in the faith. But they couldn't control Samson. They, 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 he did what he wanted to do. 
And Samson married a woman that did not love Jehovah. He married a woman that hated Jehovah, actually. And all of her people and family hated Jehovah too. Because no one could take advantage of Samson. Because Samson was out there killing polar bears and, and wild animals. And that's something that they couldn't do. So ain't nobody touched Samson. So Samson went ahead and married a woman who hated Jehovah, actually. And after he married her, her people was like, yo, you need to find out where he gets his strength from. Because if we could find out the source to his strength, we could go ahead and put an end to him and we could stop being afraid. We can have everything we want from him and his family because Samson wouldn't be there to protect them. So she used persistence, asking again and again and again. Let me tell you something about persistence. When I tell you no one time from here on out with my life, you better respect it. Because if you ask me again the same question, I'm going to record you, okay? Because now you're harassing me. Now you're giving me unwanted attention with a favor, request, or whatever it is that you're saying that I told you I'm not interested in, so back up. When you say no to somebody from here on out, pay attention. Already have your camera and your phone out because I'm telling you, the person is going to come to you again and propose for you to be their friend or for you to or for them to find a way into your life. And you need to tell them no. And if they don't respect that, go to the magistrate and complete a no contact request. Okay, if that don't work, then what you're going to do is you're going to go ahead and file a court case for harassment. And stalking. Because we cannot play with people no more. People play way too much. If you give a person a minute, they'll take a mile out of a minute and turn a minute into an hour. That is not what I said I was going to give you. I said I was going to give you a minute. Okay. You took that minute and you turned that minute into an hour. So now you basically stole additional time that I never agreed to giving you. Okay, so anyway, how the situation went with Samson, Samson got his strength from his hair. Jehovah said, the key to your strength, Samson, is going to be your hair. So the woman deceived him, and she had cut off all his hair, and he lost all his strength. Because he loved his wife. He wasn't even supposed to tell his wife none of this stuff. But because he loved her, because she persisted, he went ahead and told her. And it caused him pain and suffering. And at the end of the day, it, it also resulted in several people dying. He committed a, a, a murder a suicide, not a homicide suicide, but a murder suicide, okay? And he did a murder suicide with his own hands. He didn't have no weapons. He did it with his own hands. He said, Jehovah God, I am so tired of this pain and suffering. They have uh, blinded me. Samson was blind too, okay? Samson said, Jehovah, I'm tired of this pain and suffering. Please hear my voice one more time. Let me place my two hands on on this side of the wall and that side of the wall, which both sides held wherever he was at up in place. And you know what happened? Jehovah listened to Samson and said, you know what, Samson, if that's what you want to do, you'll be remembered from history for disobeying me. And at the end of the day, even though you disobeyed me and you married this wrong woman and she caused you pain and suffering, at the end of your life, I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to give you back your strength without your hair being long. And that's what Jehovah did. Hundreds of people died 
in that um, place that Samson was at. A lot of people died, including the Philistines. They did too. Or not the Philistines, whoever was the type of people that, uh, his, that he married through his wife. They died with him. His wife died with him too. And sad endings doesn't have to be like that if you marry in like faith. If you date in like faith, if you love, especially of like faith. Babies, I love you so much. Remember the projects that I told you about. Work on that. I love you. I love you. I love you. Jehovah loves you too. I hope that one day I can I can take a, a family group picture of all the youngins and we sit there together and smile as 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 bright as we can, you know, and uh take a picture. I would have that picture pasted all over my car. They'd be like, yo, she got a deep, she got her cold, her whole car like a company, and it's just one picture all over the car. Yes, I would. I'ma end this podcast with manifesting uh love for Jehovah, love for yourself, and love for your neighbor with shrewdness, because that's what Jehovah God said. And we're gonna have a fantastic um, Freedom Divine Friday. Love you guys so much, and I hope you guys have a good one. We'll talk again. <laughs>